Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Studio Sisters podcast. Taylor here with a solo episode today about how to create product lines and increase your sales on Etsy by expanding on products you have that already sell well or branching out into new areas of high demand. I'm super excited to chat about this with you and dive in step-by-step from the very beginning when you first dream up and research the product ideas all the way to the finish line where you're actually putting those out for sale on Etsy. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Now, you might be actually wondering what is a product line and how is that different from just having products in my Etsy shop? A product line is a collection of products that were designed at a single time. And these can be purchased together to complement each other or they work beautifully as standalone purchases. And the reason we are focusing on product lines is because people love to buy multiple pieces that work together. So let me give you a couple of scenarios to give you an idea of what a product line is. If you sell printable wall art, for example, you could offer different pieces that work together really well in a gallery wall. And that's going to make people want to buy more than one piece, which is then going to increase the value of your average order for your shop if people are buying more than one piece that can complement each other on a gallery wall. Okay, uh, let me give you another example. So if someone falls in love with a necklace that you have, they might also want to buy matching earrings. Think about when you go to the accessory section of any store like Target, Walmart, Kohl's, whatever big box retailer that you're walking into. When you go into the accessory section of that store, you're going to see that they do sell some individual earrings, but for the most part, what they're selling are packs and sets and collections of things that go together, like six to 10 pairs of earring studs or matching necklace and earring sets or mix and match. Um, These stores know that people like choices and they like collections of things because they like the option, one, of getting multiple pieces at one time, and two, things that are going to easily complement their style that like instantly just go together. They make sense on their in their outfits as they accessorize them or different items that go together that just are going to easily make sense in their home. And here's another really important factor that you might not have ever considered before. Your customers, all people shopping, believe that their preferences are unique. This is psychologically proven that even if what someone is buying is the exact same pair of earrings that 15 other people have bought that exact same day from your shop, your customers believe they are unique and that their style is unique, that it's not like everyone else's. So the more individualized that people get to feel 
the more personalized their buying options in your shop, the more likely they are to buy. And product lines are one way that you can personalize your customers' buying experiences by offering different but similar products, like having the same coffee mug, but in four or five different colors, or offering bookmarks with a tassel or without a tassel, or giving people the option to buy a single scrunchie in a cute holiday print, or you also sell maybe both matching scrunchies and t-shirts or the same scrunchie in a pack of four slightly different colors. Anything you can do to let people personalize within a collection, similar, complementary, but different. Now, some people are just gonna buy that one scrunchie. Some people are gonna buy a whole pack of scrunchies for every day of the week. Some people are gonna buy that scrunchie and the matching t-shirt. What makes product lines a unique experience that's different from a customer simply just buying a bunch of different options in your shop is that the connection between the different items in the product line is obvious to the customer. This is not just a matter of people liking and buying multiple items from your shop. It's you saying through the very design, hey, these things go together. These products go together. This is why people, this is why stores sell spring collections, fall collections, um, their nature-inspired collection, beach coastal-inspired collection, because through the design, they are encouraging people to buy multiple things because the designs say, hey, these things all to go together. And then also, it can be really inspiring to you as a maker to spend time thinking about what's inspiring you this season. What design elements are you drawing from in this particular season right now? What are things that have worked really well in the past that you could pull into a new product line? It can be fun to sort of reimagine the possibilities of your products with new designs. And that's another fun aspect of creating product lines. Imagine that you had a plan for your Etsy shop. Okay, so actually imagine no more. Maybe you don't know what you're doing wrong when it comes to your Etsy shop. You feel like you aren't good at your work. You feel like you do not know what to do when it comes to product photography and you're absolutely terrified or overwhelmed with the idea of Etsy SEO. So we actually used to be there too. If we knew in 2020 when we started our Etsy business, what we know now, when it comes to Etsy strategy and how to do things step-by-step, step, everything would be completely different. We've worked really, really hard to learn everything there is about Etsy, how to grow your brand, how to find the right customers for your handmade business, and we've put it all together in a step-by-step -step formula that we have turned into our course, Dream Create Sell. Our strategy includes niching down, knowing exactly who you're gonna sell to, how to write killer listing descriptions and product descriptions that actually convert to sales, how to do product photography, and how that's different from your social media content, how to authentically market yourself and your brand, and 100% understand the Etsy algorithm so you know exactly what to do and how to get traffic to your shop. And the cool thing is that we turned this entire strategy into our step-by-step -step in our course Dream Create Sell, which is a self-paced online course for handmade business owners who want to increase their sales and make more money using Etsy.
Our course is open for registration now, and you can actually use the code PODCAST, all capital letters, to get $100 off of the course. This code never expires. You just go to shopstudiosisters.com and enroll in our course to create film. Now back to the episode. So let's dive into the actual process of what it takes step-by-step to create a product line. The first step is to brainstorm. So this is the fun part. What's inspiring you right now? What's the next season ahead going to look like? And Katie and I like to plan at least 90 days out. So right now we're working on Christmas. We're also going to be starting on January, winter, spring in the next few weeks for our Etsy shop. What what are we going to be looking at 90 days ahead? What's the season? So it doesn't make sense to design a lot of springy florals in August and release them in October because it's not the right season. So we want to think about seasons and then also brainstorm what's trending, what's fun, what's inspiring right now. We're also a big fan of creating secret mood boards on Pinterest. We do this every single time that we get ready to release new products on Etsy, new product lines. Is we create secret boards on Pinterest with inspirational pictures, what do we want the feel, the mood, the lighting, the colors, product ideas, all of it goes into a secret themed product line mood board on Pinterest. Uh, We also make a word list. So this may not be something you've ever done in the brainstorm phase, but I love making a word list that has all the feelings I want people to feel when they're using the products. So for example, with a travel themed collection, maybe you want people to feel words like wanderlust, um, adventure, untraveled roads, uh, a sense of isolation, maybe a sense of vastness. If you're out in the desert and you can see for miles and miles, what's your word list? What do you want people to feel? And then also for some of our makers, this phase is going to include sketching, like drawing out, visually mapping out. Maybe you're doing mock-ups in Canva with some like digital artwork or you're sketching in Procreate if you're not drawing by hand. And this is what you want to do for your brainstorm phases to also kind of visually build or maybe even in 3D, kind of start making up some samples and some ideas. Okay, the next step in the product line process is to research. So you wanna make sure that what you're creating has a clear niche, there's actually demand for it, and it actually fills a gap. So the gap in the market could be a seasonal trend, right? The gap is the spring trend, spring season with Western meets spring florals. That could be a gap. The gap can also be a... Um, purpose or solution to a problem. It could be, for example, screen-free activities for your kids because you want your kids to spend more of their time off screen, your customers do. So that could also be a gap that you're filling. You need to, no matter what the gap is, whether it's a trend, a design, a solution to the problem, you need to be able to show the customers why they need the product you're making. Why? Is it for their seasonal style so they feel like they are wearing the clothes that people notice that they are um, fitting in by having a nice sense of style? 
is it a solution to fun family time without any arguing or keeping the kids quiet in the car? You've got to be able to show your customers why they need your products. And you also need to know, are people actually looking for these kind of products? Is there demand? We have a wonderful episode from season three of the podcast on how to validate your products to see if they're going to sell on Etsy before you even make the products. Um, that goes over exactly how to do market research on Etsy. And I give you four secret indicators. So you definitely want to go listen to that episode, revisit that if you have not listened to it yet. But step two really is that research phase. So step one is to brainstorm. Step two is to research and validate what it is that you want to sell because there's no point in creating it and spending your time putting it on Etsy if it's not going to sell. Step three is the process is to map it out. The next step is to create an outline or a map if you're a visual person. You want to outline every task in the product line launch process. So some of those tasks are going to include like ordering new materials or supplies, creating your designs, creating samples, doing SEO research, getting new props for your photography, actually taking the photos, creating the listings, launching a social media campaign, depending on the types of products that you have whether it's digital or physical, that map is going to look really different for everyone. But you do need to do this with a plan. A lot of Etsy sellers with new product collections fail because they really didn't have a plan. And so it wasn't clear to them, their purpose, their design, their intention. So it certainly wasn't clear to any potential customers, which is why they didn't have any sales. So step three is to map it out break it down as small as you can into different tasks so that it's clear to you and you can get organized and feel like you know what you're supposed to do next every step of the way. The next step is to make samples or mock-ups of your products. So if you're creating products you've never made before, it's a really smart idea to create samples or mock-ups of your physical products. This is not really as important if you're selling digital, you can easily create some digital mock-ups and see if things are gonna sell. But if you're doing physical, it's so, so smart to test your materials um, and how long it takes you to make something. Maybe in the sample creation process, you actually find a better way to do something or you change it entirely. Product testing is important because you don't wanna sell something that is taking you so long you end up making a dollar an hour you don't want to sell something that is really really complicated and you just hated doing it and when you make up samples or test products you actually maybe find like oh i didn't need all the supplies i thought or this actually came together really easily so the actual process of mocking up creating samples product testing is very very valuable to your business then step five is to revise and edit everything that you just did in your research and your samples. This is the time to revise. You may be changing the way that you describe your product. So maybe after SEO and your sample creation, you actually decide to change um, how they're presented and positioned on the market or what you call the products um, from your original brainstorm phase. So it's possible your research phase changes the way you call, you describe or title your products. 
Um, and then after your samples, you may have made actual changes to the product itself. Or maybe by some miracle, everything passed the test, everything went smoothly um, because you're a little bit more experienced with what you sell. And so there's only minor changes before you actually are ready to launch a whole collection. And then finally, that last step is to launch. As you move into the last part of the process, which is launching the products, this is gonna include creating your listings, having all of your samples or products ready, having photos, 10 photos for every listing, a video for every listing, and any forms of social media marketing or promotion that you do, um, including Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, your email list, your website, and so on. I know that a product line can seem really intimidating or overwhelming if you've never done one before, but it can be fun and inspiring, and it really can make you grow, push yourself to grow as a business owner by getting organized and going through the process step-by-step step and not skipping steps and just jumping ahead like I brainstormed this so I, I put it on Etsy and I sold it. Instead, really being intentional from brainstorm to research to creating samples, revising, and walking through every part step-by-step. Step. I also wanted to note that a lot of people think if you launch a collection on Etsy, um, you are going to have a whole bunch of sales all at once. And if you're driving your Etsy shop traffic from social media, then yes, this is very possible. If you are driving all your own traffic and you have a large social media following that's highly engaged, yeah, of course you could get a whole bunch of sales at one time. But if you're not doing that and you're relying on SEO, which is a far more valuable way to get traffic on Etsy, then you should just expect the normal process of giving your products 30 to 60 days to rank in the Etsy algorithm before you see the sales of your new collection pick up. So that's an insight today on how to create an entire product line, why it's beneficial to your Etsy shop, and how it can increase your sales overall on Etsy. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it so much if you would take the next two minutes to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. As you probably know, Podcasts, like anything in your business, is not free to produce, but we absolutely love being here with all of you. And one of the best ways that you can support your favorite podcasts, ensure they keep going, is to leave them five-star reviews. Also, if you're looking for our free guide to Etsy SEO or any of our other helpful handmade business resources, you can find them in the show notes for this episode or on our website, shopstudiosisters.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk soon.